Good morning. This is Lisa with Living with Lisa, keeping it real. It is Friday, May 18th, 2018. I apologize to those that were looking for the podcast yesterday, but it was one of those days and my workday started extremely early and 13 hours later I returned home. It was a fun and wonderful day. We had an um a day and evening about it's called the leadership day and then a celebration of learning at night and we had guests visit our school and the kids shared about all the different leadership um, attributes skills and ways that they implement leadership and take leadership in their schools with the guest it was a fabulous day and if you've ever organized like an event for anything not even necessarily an elementary school you know, the life of an event planner is busy, yet fun and rewarding, and the kids just shine. So I did not get to the podcast because I needed to, you know, do my job. <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm going to top off my coffee, and let's listen to a little music, just one song while I fill my coffee, and then I'll be right back. Talk to you soon. This is Lisa, living with Lisa. Keeping it real on Anchor FM or whatever podcast app you're using. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I'm back and nothing like a little Rascal Flats to get the day started. Well, in addition to Leadership Day and then the celebration of learning and, you know, by the time I came home, I don't think I even knew my own name and it was worth every confused brain cell. But... If that wasn't enough, my daughter, our daughter, my husband and I, our daughter, she got a new kitten, and her name is Aria, and she is so cute. Oh my gosh, so cute. But it was her first night away from the mama and the other kitties that, you know, haven't been homed yet. And if you've ever had a new puppy or a new kitten, you know what that entails. It's like having a newborn. She did pretty good. She slept most of the night. You know, once I slept on the couch with her snuggled up in my neck, which was great. You know, it's fine. And she's just tiny and cute. And oh my gosh. And so our daughter will be home from college tonight. She has a weekend off. And then next week after she goes to the vet, she will get to uh, go back, go to the college, to her new home with our daughter. And you know, it'll be good. This week, we're just, you know, watching her so that the puppy and our cat, you know, treat her nicely. <clears throat> our cat's just trying to figure out what that little thing's doing and how long is she is staying. And the puppy wants to play with her, but will probably hurt her. So, you know, yeah, I'm like running daycare for a week. <laughs> Very fun. The only issue we're having is the kitten doesn't want to use the litter box. So my daughter did some research. She's going to try some new litter, like newspaper litter or something they have. That it's newspapers, but it's a litter box. So she's going to get that so we can try it. And, oh, the kitten has gotten out of the bedroom. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, um, yeah, so we are... Um, a pet nursery currently and loving every minute of it. 
So that was my day yesterday, you know, a 13 hour work day, followed by a new kitten and introducing her to the family. And it's all good. It's all good. Today's Friday, and I have no great plans for the weekend, which I do not say very often. Usually my weekends, my days, everything are booked solid, and it's crazy. But this weekend, I don't think so. Um, Yeah, I'm volunteering on Sunday morning. We're having a color run at school, and so I'm volunteering there. Our PTA is sponsoring a color run to, you know, raise money to help the kids and to give back. The PTA bought a yearbook for every student in the school. How exciting is that? So they're doing this uh, color run and it'll raise money and every student in the elementary school gets a free yearbook, compliments of the PTA. And I think that's just fabulous. So it's a good way to... uh, spend a Sunday morning. I don't typically like missing church, but I think giving back and helping so that every child can have a yearbook is pretty cool because there's so many kids where we live. Our school district is, you know, one of the low socioeconomic school districts. And, you know, our percentage of parents without funds is far greater than those with funds. You know, they base it on free and reduced lunch. So to have a PTA that's willing to give back to kids and families that don't have it is, it's wonderful. It's just, it's a great place to be, a great place to work. So that's what I'll be doing Sunday morning. I'll miss church. Yeah, I'll be giving back and, you know, hopefully modeling Jesus for others, if that makes sense. You know, instead of preaching at them, just showing them how to love and you know, give back to help others. It's a cool thing to do. Does your schools, do they do anything to give back to your kids? You know, that just seems above and beyond. Like the yearbooks, that just, I think that's an above and beyond gesture. That is appreciated by our families. I don't know. Give me a call if you want. Or who knows, give me a call if you have any tips or pointers on getting this new kitten to use her litter box. The woman that my daughter got her from had said that she was a, uh, you know, they had been just using newspaper to go potty. So she's never seen the litter box. So, you know, we're experiencing something new and she's curious and tiny and we just need her to use the litter box before she can go to the college. All right. I think you need another tune. And... Then we'll get back. Who knows? I think we need a quote. So we'll have a quote when we get back. All right. Living with Lisa. Keeping it real. Have a great day. And stay tuned. Don't go away. One song. And then we'll do a quote. Bye. Hello. It's Lisa. And I'm back. That's life. Frank Sinatra. How can a day go wrong when you start with Frank Sinatra? Right? A quote on life. Life is something like this trumpet. If you don't put anything in it, you don't get anything out. W.C. Handy. Life is something like this trumpet. If 
you don't put anything in it, you don't get anything out. WC handy. Life. That's life, right? And it truly is whatever we make it. Life happens. I'm not saying life doesn't happen, you know, and there's things that are out of our control, things we can't change, but we, we can truly control how we feel, how we react and, you know, what we share with others. And the leader in me, you know, the phrase is carry your own weather circle of control. And carry your own weather basically means we can't worry about or change or, you know, what other people are thinking, saying, or doing, or what is happening in some sense. So we carry our own weather. Somebody might be trying to make you cranky, but guess what? When we say carry your own weather, that means you find a way to be happy and smile And then another phrase in the leader in me that, you know, we bring up a lot and, you know, I'll say it at home besides carry your own weather, you know, controlling, not letting other people's actions, you know, make you react, but is circle of control, which is there's things we can't change. And I think is it the prayer of Reinald Neiber, um, change the things you can't accept, accept the things you cannot change, and the wisdom to know the difference between the two. Right? Circle of control. There's just some things you can't change. There's some things you have to accept and figure out how you make them work best for you in your life. Or things that you might have to turn away from. This week, I've listened, um, listened and read about two friends that really have you know they've conquered great things and they've taken control of their circle of control yet by taking control of their circle like a rock going into the water you know can you picture like a rock when it hits the water it sends out that ripple they started by focusing on their circle of control themselves and beat an addiction drug and alcohol addictions you know they made a decision it was their circle of control they took care of them but through their healing through their recovery they truly have had this ripple effect and they both are doing such great things Uh, my one friend Patrick we live on a planet you know, if you want another great podcast to listen to, Patrick does like a smorgasbord of great stuff, history facts, and, you know, he's just fun. And he shares, he just celebrated his 1,000 day of being sober. And that he has an app that times right down, you know, to the second to when he was sober. And he'll be celebrating three years this August. I think that's so cool. And then I have a friend who on Facebook, she's overcome an addiction. And she's not only celebrating the freedom of this addiction, she's traveling and making a difference and helping others 
break the habit and sharing Jesus with them. It is so cool. They've taken their circle of control and first got a control of themselves. But they're, you know, dropping pebbles and they are rippling and affecting the lives of so many people. Not even in their own backyards. You know, Patrick, through his podcast, We Live on a Planet, has hundreds of followers in the United States and beyond. My friend on Facebook, she has people from all across the country commenting on her post and thanking her for, you know, helping them get clean and helping them to realize Jesus loves them. You know, we do have a circle of control. I think Frank Covey with the leader and me, how's that right? You know, there's things we can't control. But then I think of people that have overcome addiction. They got it right. They first, you know, took control of their circle of control, their inner circle. But then they said, you know what? There's people out there I can touch and I can help because of what I conquered. And that is so cool. And then, you know, I there's a verse from 2 Corinthians. I'm digging out my Bible. I just thought of it. And how it kind of ties in to my fabulous friends. And from 2 Corinthians 1, verses 2 through 4. May grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, surround you. All praise goes to God, Father of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. He is the Father of compassion, the God of all comfort. He consoles us when we endure the pain and hardship of life so that we may draw from his comfort and share it with others in their own struggles. That was uh, 2 Corinthians 1, 2 through 4. I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to read through 6. For even as his suffering continues to flood over us through the anointed, we experience the wealth of his, God's comfort, just the same. If we are afflicted with such trouble and pain, then know it is so that you might ultimately experience comfort and salvation. If we experience comfort, it is to encourage you so that you can hold up while you endure the same sufferings we all share. Remember that our hope for you stands firm, unshaken, and unshakable. That's because we know that as you share in our sufferings, so you will also share in our comfort. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verses 2 through 7. My circle of control, you know, as far as like thinking of my friends with the addiction, they, they've cast pebbles and are making a difference and rippling to help others using their voice. One, a podcast voice. One, a Facebook voice. And I try to use my voice to share compassion and hope and encourage others. You know, I lost my sister. That's That was tough. To kidnapping. Losing my mother in 2015 was hard. That was the next, I think, greatest spin on this roller coaster of life. That, you know, I still adjust with and and figuring out. It's just different. 
And as I listened to my friend Patrick share about being sober 1,000 days, and then it would be three years this summer, and how he had the opportunity to go to California for rehab, and what a beautiful journey that was for him. And to see him, it's just, it's amazing. But I thought of something as I listened to his podcast the other day, and he was sharing about, you know, the time he spent there and getting sober and finding himself and learning more about meditation and yoga and different things. As part of the rehab, they were only allowed like so many phone calls, which makes sense because you, that circle of control, in order to keep his circle of control, he honestly, you know, as with any addiction or if you're just trying to you know, make better choices if you're a kid, you know, you change your crowd, whatever. So I'm sure there's reasoning behind why they, you know, limit phone calls, whatever. But in 2015, as Patrick was in California getting sober and, you know, doing what he needed to do to return to the fabulous, fun-loving sober, where he wants to be, Patrick, he used one of those phone calls to call me when my mom was sick and dying. And I'll never forget that. You know, his his wife, uh, Kim, she's fabulous. And, you know, she also produces the uh, we live on a planet. They're just, they, I love them. They're just such a f- fun couple and great people. And I just love them. But when he had his call and he talked with his wife and, you know, she, she's sweet too, because, you know, she didn't have to tell him, but she let Patrick know that my mom was sick and, you know, probably wasn't going to make it due to the cancer. And Patrick used one of his phone calls to call me. It was a short call, yet it was an encouraging, powerful, inspiring phone call for me. That's a friend. I have I have fabulous friends, and but sometimes it, there is no amount of money that could have made me as encouraged or hopeful as I was after Patrick called, because he took that time, and he truly sacrificed something of his own to reach out to a friend in need. You know, that's his his pebble again in that circle of control. That was his ripple. And so as I listened to him talk about his 1,000th day sober and his journey in rehab, I went right back and I could still see where I stood in the kitchen talking with him with tears streaming down my cheeks hoping that he couldn't tell I was crying because, you know, he's getting his life right and taking time for me. And, you know, so thank you, Patrick. Something you probably didn't know. But that phone call meant more than you would know that time. And so I hope we all can do that. I mean, and when I wrote Where's Heidi, One Sister's Journey, my testimony of faith and how my sister's kidnapping affected me I, I opened the book with that, those verses from Corinthians. Because sometimes, you know, we go through some hard stuff and it just sucks and you don't know how to move forward. 
but God makes a way and there's a way there to do it. And he opens doors and it's awesome. So my part is to walk through those open doors and share. And that's why I speak. That's why I write. That's why I uh, blog and do the podcast now. I, I want to encourage you. You can be the stone that falls into the water and ripples the change. But first, you got to take control. you got to carry your own weather, figure it out, stop blaming other people. Get yourself right before you can help anybody else. Because if you're not right, you can't help anybody. Until you are right with yourself, you're not going to be able to help someone else. And that's work. And it's scary. But guess what? You can do it. All right. I'm going to take care of the crazy puppy that you probably could hear in the background. Sorry, I don't have a glassed-in studio. I just have an enclosed home. (laughs) So think about it. You, because of your struggles, because of your overcoming of addiction, because of your pain, because of your loss, you have the ability to help someone else overcome their pain their loss, their hardship. Because, you know what? They're going to relate to you. They relate to me. You relate to me. Not because I've had a perfect life and nothing's ever gone wrong. We relate to people that have gone through the garbage. Like we're going through the garbage because, you know what? We get it. You've overcome Somebody that's battling addiction or trying to um, quit drinking or drugs is not going to listen to me. What do I know? I've never been addicted to a drug. Thank God. But my friend Patrick has. My friend Heidi has on Facebook. They are reaching others. Because people can relate and know it's possible to overcome. I like to think I help people that are, you know, struggling with loss and pain and tragedy to help you overcome. That's my hope. Because you, me, Patrick, my friend Heidi are overcomers. Because we started with that circle of control, us. And once you are right, you can help others. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. I'll be right back. One song, and then I'm going to wrap it up for the day. Stay tuned. Don't go away. You are an overcomer. Friday, May 18th, 2018. And you, my friend, are an overcomer. You've got this. Take your circle of control, get yourself right, and you're going to be able to ripple effect and make a difference in the lives of others. Personally, I want my ripple to be positive. I hope you're feeling encouraged, inspired, motivated to succeed after listening to my podcast or reading my books or 
reading my post on Facebook or following my blog, whatever it may be. But if you're listening through Anchor FM, will you give me a call? Message me. If this is helping you, if you're feeling inspired, would you just give me a shout out? Toss me a message. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening through another app or um, different venue, send me an email. Send me a Facebook message. And if it's okay, I'd love to share it with my listeners. We all are here and we can support each other. And you, on this Friday of May, are an overcomer. Take the first step. Get control of you and the rest will be a whirlwind of blessings. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. Until next time.